Hi there and welcome to Raising Resilient Teens, the podcast version. My name is Sasha Lester and I'm so grateful you're here with me today, where we talk about all things teenagers, raising teenagers and the joys that go with it. With that, let's kick it off. Hi there and welcome back to another episode of Raising Resilient Teens. My name is Sasha Lester and I will be your host for the next 25 to 30 minutes. And today's topic I've titled You're Aboriginal and You Don't Belong at This School. Slightly controversial but hear me out. You're Aboriginal. You can't go to this school. These are pretty much the exact words that my daughter got told when she was in about, I think, grade four at um, a little Catholic school here in Brisbane. My in-laws had picked her up from school in the afternoon as per normal and I was at work and then I got home around five to pick her up. And when I walked into the lounge room, my mother-in-law told me that Addison had actually been questioned as to why she was at this particular school because they don't allow Aboriginal kids at this school. In hindsight, I remember just being completely mortified as well as being equally humble to think that my child's dark skin was in fact dark enough to be classified as Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander. Now, she isn't. We aren't. Very respectful to our elders past and present. Um, She is, however, very dark. I give you that. Um, I've actually no idea where it came from, as the rest of us are just, um, I don't know, like liquid paper white. But she gets the looks and the comments nearly every single time. And I think this was our first foray, I suppose, into, into bullying around this particular subject. And it really wasn't cool. Um, to tell someone that young that she wasn't welcomed at her favourite school where she was excelling at because of her colour? No peeps, no. I'm sorry. Not cool. Not cool at all. And remember that old saying of sticks and stones may break my bones but names shall never hurt me? It's really not true. Not when you were that young. Guys, words cut deep and they stick. And you can say that saying over and over and over again till the cows come home. You can tell your kids this and what it means but it, it doesn't negate the fact that once those words have been said, they're out in the open and you can't take them back. And no amount of sorry, it, it helps, it helps the situation, but those words have still been said. Like that afternoon, I had to go into major mama bear mode and reassure my child, as young as she was, that she was in fact worthy of attending that school. She'd been welcomed into that school. She'd been accepted for all of her attributes. Um, she was awesome in all aspects of the field. And even if they wanted to, schools aren't allowed to discriminate on colour or gender or background or anything like that. But I guess to like a five-year-old or a six-year-old, they, they it's hard. It's hard to understand. And I went on to tell Addie that, yes, she's got dark skin. And yes, people are going to have really negative things to say to her and perhaps about her um either to her face or behind her back these people some of some of them come from a really jealous space 
that, oh, man, God, I wish I had your skin. But others um, are, do come from a really hurtful place. Very early on, I think, um, just after I separated from my ex, I took the kids up to Ellie Beach for a holiday. And I tell this story so many times. I think Abby was about two Harry might have been about four or five, maybe, and they're quite little. And we headed off into for our gorgeous holiday at the beach, and we went down to like the local um, lagoon type area they have at Ellie Beach. There, it's absolutely beautiful. And I forgot to put on sun cream. Not gonna lie, I completely forgot. We were totally in the moment of enjoying our holiday and laughing and carrying on. And I've got photos of. Harrison, you know, adoring Addie and cuddling her and splashing around and carrying on. And like when we got back to the hotel room and we were having having dinner and getting them all sorted and a couple of minutes passed, maybe about half an hour, and I looked at them, they were standing right next to each other and Harrison had gone completely red like a lobster and Alison was almost instantly this beautiful golden brown colour and I just looked at them and went oh no this wasn't a really good move on my behalf the pictures are funny like I've got them and you know Addie's got her hand out the spa on the side looking you know oh so glamorous and she's all tanned up and perfect and and poor Harry's red-faced and beetroot and lobster like it was yeah and it was in that moment that it's like oh she's just gonna have beautiful skin for like you know, the rest of her life. And she really relished in that holiday. But God, did I know she was going to cause trouble. And uh, it caused me trouble based around how flipping gorgeous she is. But anyway, a little bit, little bit biased. Bullying hasn't changed in its formation. It's just changed the name. And I say this, like, when I was, um, we went to boarding school. My sister and I both went to boarding school. And I was so excited because my sister was in grade 12 and I was in grade 8. That was the first year of high school back then. And I'd rocked up to St Margaret's and I was walking around the school grounds getting used to them and it was like the first day away from mum and dad. I I think they literally just dumped and run, quite frankly. Um, And I was walking around and I was walking up some steps. I I can see the the moment to this day and the steps were going up to um, East Wing Corridor and I walked up and this year 12 girl walked down and she said oh hey are you Sasha are you are you Kirsten Bates' sister and I went oh yeah I am like I was really excited I was really so excited and so proud to be Kirsten Bates' sister because you know she was in grade 12 and you know she was super important she was a senior and I'm like yeah yeah I am and this senior lady she turned around and she spun her heels and she said oh well clearly you're the adopted one you look nothing like her so whatever and she just left she walked away and I was sitting there and I was dumbfounded like not even maybe 48 hours away from my parents and this girl had like said to me that you know you're nothing like Kirsten and you know you're the adopted one and and I remember thinking back then like oh my god maybe I am what if I am adopted what could that mean um and I just ran off crying 
Um, I think I did go and see my sister, but she she didn't really care. So yeah. But back then it was it was teasing and like the little nibbles and jibes. It wasn't bullying back then, but it was it was teasing and it was nasty. There was another occasion in grade eight when like we all had to go for like sleeps of a Sunday afternoon. So we'd have lunch at twelve thirty. Um, boarders have this great routine. I love routine. Love it. Uh, 12.30 for lunch. And then one to three, we always had mandatory, like, sleep session for those that were, that didn't go out for the day. So after lunch, all the boarders have to go back up to their dormitory and then they either rest for the full two hours, they read a book, they study, but everyone's encouraged and we're actually not allowed to leave our beds. Like we have to be on our bed. And I'd got up to my area and on my pillow, there was like this white powder stuff. And I, like, I was like mortified. And I'm like, oh my God, what is this? What is this? And I remember this this girl turned around and we are great friends to this day, so I'm not name dropping at all. And she said, oh, don't you know, your sister's dealing drugs and that's a, that's a sign to you that people know who you are. And I was like, what the fuck? No. Um, and I was like hysterical because... We're talking like 30 years ago. I've got my 30-year reunion this year. And it was like, no. And my parents at the time, like, they would have been mortified even if they had an inkling as to this was going on. So I burst out into tears. And I started screaming and carrying on. And the dormitory mate should come rushing up. And this this poor girl who had clearly put it on there as a joke and didn't realise that it was going to go that far. She's like oh my god it's only powder like oh my god you're just overreacting and it was like I just wanted to be moved I wanted to move locations I can't remember if we did I think I sucked it up because it was at a really great location within the within the dormitory like it was right next to the toilet and it was in a little section so um it was tucked away from everyone else so I don't think I moved, but I think I really wanted to move. And I think it's really important to note that kids in general are just plain nasty to each other. Whilst we really try to harden and thicken our kids' skin, they can only do that for themselves. Um, there was another occasion later on when Addie was, I think, in about grade six or maybe grade seven and she just started at uh, the state school here in Brisbane state high school Gary had picked her up from the train station and she came home and he came around and told me and I'm like oh you know how's ads and he's like oh she's really upset because um someone has spoken to her about her skin color again I'm like oh my lord so I went and spoke to her and she's like, you know, they, they've brought up my skin colour again and and it's not cool. And the constant words of like, it's not cool, mum, they just keep, they just keep coming through. Bullying, like it's right out there. And bullying is one of the reasons why I actually moved Harry um, from the first high school that he was attending to, to the second one. And in hindsight, I probably actually should have pulled him out completely. But he was really targeted. I've spoken to many clients and many close friends that tell me their children are being bullied in some way, shape or form. And it's really horrible. Like some of these stories that they tell me 
you just wouldn't think that it's happening. As the time goes by, the examples and the stories that they that they share with me or that I see on social media, they're just exacerbated and they get worse and worse. And then on the flip side, I hear stories of where, where kids are the ones that are actually carrying out the bullying towards others and working through with their parents on how they have to cope with the fallout of the actions that their child is taking. And as parents, it's it's pretty hard because um, we all have this vision, I guess, that our children are, are perfect in one way, shape or form. It's not going to go away anytime soon. It's it's here to stay. But we as parents and as adults have to be aware of that, of when it happens, and we have to be aware of the correct coping mechanisms and tools. So we're not completely flying off the handle, even when the littlest of things happen. Um, in the case of Addie being called Aboriginal now, like I think as recent as about a year ago, someone, one of the coaches or senior coaches stopped her when she was out on out on the water sailing and said, oh, are you from, I think it might've been like Indian descent or South Islander descent. And I think she turned around and went, oh, wow, that's a new one. I've never heard that one before. It's usually, um, you know, Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander. And so she's got like the perfect comeback now and she's she's hardened her skin to to deal with it and be ready for those comments that come. So in closing, as we wrap it up, and I've kept it to a very short and sweet one today, I hope you appreciate that because some of them are quite long. I just wanted to say that um, bullying and teasing, it's still very much prevalent. It's still very much out there. Parents, I understand you. I feel you. I get you. I'm here to work with you and help you. Teenagers, um, if you're experiencing of any way shape or form in any way then please just like just ask for help and raise it to someone's attention because we can't help you if we don't know the situation and and that's a wrap have a great day and just like that it's a wrap I hope you've enjoyed the last 20 or so minutes and have walked away with some golden nuggets of information if you'd like to join our Raising Resilient Teens Facebook group, the link will be in the comments. And until next time, ciao!